Welcome to the Frosch Effect Podcast. We believe that even though living an extraordinary life doesn't come easy or without challenges, it is your birthright. It's about becoming the best version of yourself and discovering your purpose by connecting with the world around you through honest conversations, encouragement, and a healthy dose of laughter. If you're like us and you walk into Target for a bottle of shampoo and you emerge victorious with a cart full of all the things you didn't know you needed, like a new shower curtain, a candle, the whole magnolia line, a clearance sweater, and a new pair of shoes, you're in the right place. Regardless of the topic, we promise you'll leave better than you came with more than you bargained for. I'm Casey Stout. And I'm Kristen Smith. We're the mother-daughter mompreneurs behind BB Froch, and this is The Froch Effect. Today we posted a beautiful bathroom makeover on Instagram and we absolutely loved it. But we we got so many amazing comments. Yeah, it, well, and I think that's probably one of our most liked posts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was so so cute. But we actually got a couple not so nice comments about yeah, it. Kind of more a little bit more negative comments. Yeah, 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 more negative. So that is kind of what is inspiring today's podcast. Yeah. So it was funny because I was scrolling through all of these wonderful comments and just, you know, reveling in the joy of all of this kindness. And then I came across one that the comment was, the shelf's too high. I'm like, what? You mean you didn't notice this gorgeous bathroom? All you could notice was the shelf was too high? And of course, I hadn't noticed the shelf was too high. But then, They probably had Tommy hang it. My that, husband is 6'7", so right? <laughs> everything in our house is high. <laughs> well, it's funny you said that because as soon as I went back and I looked to see if the shelf really was too high, that was the first thing I thought of. Was, oh, the guy who hung it is probably 6'7". Because <laughs> all of the shelves in your bathrooms are higher. <laughs> yes, and so my kids don't reach them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And as it turns out, the, the person who did the beautiful makeover, that's exactly what she said, is that the owners of the bathroom, they were a little bit taller, so they wanted a, a higher shelf. But it was, I just found it interesting because that wasn't even something that I had noticed to begin with. But we, there were probably two or three comments, and it's not like they were totally negative, but I think we both felt like, wait a second, A, if there's you don't like something, then just scroll on, right? Right. Or B, um, if you come across something that is beautiful, why is the first thing you comment on the thing that you don't like about it? Right. Kind of weird. So we, we kind of talked about that a little bit, but we also talked about two other things. And the first one was um, how interesting it was that here there were, you know, probably a hundred comments that were great. And the ones that caught our eye the most or that kind of dug deep were the ones that were not so nice. Isn't that interesting? Why do we do that? I don't know. That's not cool. But anyway, <laughs> we do. I think it's human nature. Yeah. And that's a whole other episode that we can address. But the other thing that we wanted to talk about is perspective. So the first thing is, is obviously with the bathroom that we were talking about, the shelf itself, different perspectives. If you're six foot seven, that shelf is perfect. If yeah. you're five foot four, maybe it's not. But also I've taken pictures of bathrooms before and it's really hard to get just the right angle so that everything does look just in the right Well, position. yeah, because you don't want yourself like the reflection of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you got like your double chin and you know, exactly. trying so to get it. You have to get creative about your perspective. <laughs> so um, that got us thinking about perspective with regards to the bathroom itself, but also about perspective with regards to just our post. You know, what you think is beautiful or what I think is beautiful maybe isn't what somebody else thinks is beautiful. But we wanted to share um, a really cool story that has to do with perspective. Now that we got 
all the information about that post off of our chest, uh, we can get down to the nitty gritty about what this episode is about. And we don't want it to be on how to be a nice person or how to quit being a negative Nelly. Uh, this is really... Even though those would be really good things. Yes. Maybe we'll still do ones on that. <laughs> but uh, we really want today to talk about perspective. So, Mom, can you tell us a little story for a second? Oh, is it story time? It is. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you feel like you're five? Yeah, I do. Well, <laughs> actually, so we were actually just talking the other day about this story, and this is a story that I grew up with and uh, that I shared with my kids throughout their lives, and it's called The Wise Old Chinaman. And I'm going to try and summarize it so it doesn't take forever to tell, but there's a story of a old, wise old Chinaman who had a beautiful horse, and it was just a prized horse worth a lot of money. And one day, the horse ran away. So the neighbor came over to the Chinaman and said, wow, that's horrible. What horrible news. Your, your horse ran away. And the wise old Chinaman said, how do you know that's bad? So the neighbor scratches his head and turns around and goes back home. The, a few days later, the horse returns, and it returns with a whole bunch of just beautiful wild horses. So this is exciting because now not only does the Chinaman have his uh, his prize horse back, he's got all of these beautiful horses as well. So the neighbor comes running back over. This is exciting. What fantastic news. Look at all of these horses. You can make so much money off of these. And the wise old Chinaman says, how do you know that's good? So of course the neighbor scratches his head, turns around and goes home. Uh, a few days later, the Chinaman's son is breaking one of the horses in and he falls and breaks his leg pretty severely. So the neighbor of course comes back over to you know, console the Chinaman. This is horrible news. This is terrible. I'm so sorry this happened to you. If those horses hadn't come back, this never would have happened. Yada, yada, yada. And of course, what does the Chinaman say? How do you know that's bad? <laughs> right? So um, shortly thereafter, the a letter comes in the mail for the draft to draft the um, the young son into the Chinese army. So the neighbor comes back over and the Chinaman tells him about this letter and how the son doesn't have to go in the draft because he has an injury. And what does the neighbor say? Oh my gosh, what great news. <laughs> this is so fantastic. <laughs> and of course, the Chinaman says, how do you know that's good? So we go on and on and on about what that um, story is. But I mean, the Chinaman, you know, could have gone on and on and on, but the, the idea behind this is that there's different perspectives and each one of those things that the Chinaman's or the Chinaman's neighbor saw as good or bad, those were just simply events. And the way that the neighbor looked at them was based on his perspective and didn't have the whole picture. And the Chinaman didn't have the whole picture either, but again, it was based on perspective. like I have pretty good perspective so why what does this have to do with anything that we're talking about today what? Okay. so why do you care about the wise old yeah <laughs> yes exactly you actually do have really good perspective oh, but thanks. um we wanted to talk about well okay let's do this let's play a little game here so okay I right. always love games okay so I'm an old friend of yours and I call you up on the phone we haven't chatted in a while and we just start chatting and I say, hey, Casey, uh, you know, I went to put on my jeans this morning and they totally didn't fit. Uh, what do you say? Oh, 
I feel you, girl. Mine don't fit either. I just had a baby. Well, I mean, eight months ago, but still. <laughs> I get it. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. so what if I said, actually, um, they don't fit because I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but I lost 50 pounds, so they're a little too big. Okay, that would, that would kind of blow me away, and I would feel kind of dumb. I'd feel kind of like... <laughs> Maybe I just looked at the negative first. Well, yeah, or maybe oh. not even the negative, but just from your perspective. I mean, yeah. you said, yeah, I just had a baby. So that's where your mindset is. So when you looked at the situation, you you immediately went to what your, applies to me. or Yeah, yeah your perspective. My pers- yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and our, mm. I mean, our circumstances and our history and our experience, our experiences, those try to dictate, you know, whether events are good or bad. But... In reality, the events themselves are neutral, right? Right. So if we can figure out how to separate our thoughts and our emotions from the events, especially events that we have no control over, then we realize that we're the owners of our thoughts and our emotions. And what that means is that we get the freedom to experience our thoughts and our emotions on our own terms. So we can choose what to feel, how much to feel, we can channel those feelings, and we can actually give them a safe place to be what they are. Oh, that is really, really powerful. I love everything that you said. It can be on our own terms and we can give our thoughts a space to go. But, okay, my question kind of is like, how? Well, well, first I think before we even talk about how, one thing that's important to realize is that nobody's ever saying, hey, you can't feel sad or you can't feel angry. You shouldn't feel angry about this. Um, Because those are all perfectly valid thoughts and emotions um I think in fact sometimes even healthy to feel it's good it's normal to feel sad and absolutely okay and we need to feel those things um just as much as we need to feel joy because well think about opposition and all things if you don't really truly know what joy is until you've experienced some sadness so all of those I guess I really really know joy (laughs) (laughs) that's a good thing But I think what we're trying to identify is that events aren't in and of themselves what control those emotions so or those thoughts um, that ultimately we get to be in control of those. And like we said, um, if there's sadness there, we get to put it into our own context. And so in other words, we don't, you know, a certain event doesn't have to dictate when ABC happens sadness occurs or ABC happens, anger occurs. We get to decide from there, I guess, what we do with it. Okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, okay. Well, okay. Let me, let, I mean, let me give you an example, um, that about perspective with, with regards to, you know, choosing or seeing things from, you know, different angles, you know, Jordan, Jordan's your brother. Of course, I know Jordan. <laughs> Every, well, yeah, you probably get to know Jordan through some of these podcasts as well. But hopefully, anyways, because he's pretty great. He is pretty great, and he'd be probably pretty thrilled to know that we include him every once in a while. Um, many of you may not know, but Jordan um, had autism, high functioning autism, and a lot of people actually didn't even know he had autism. They kind of thought maybe he was just a little bit quirky, or whatever, yeah, or funny, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. And we're um, like, oh, no, he has something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or when something would happen and we'd say, yeah, he has autism, everybody would be like, 
Oh, oh that okay. That, that makes explains sense. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just sit there and smile awkwardly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And bite our tongue. <laughs> but um so there were times so when Jordan was a teenager, um there were times that he would come home and just just be really rough and be difficult and just kind of break down and and not be nice or you just have a hard time. And I remember so clearly one day you know, I had just had it and I said, Jordan, you got to be kidding me. I have seen you out and about with other people. So he used to work at our restaurant. We had a restaurant for several years and Jordan would work with, um, at the cashier as a cashier with our customers. And he was very, very nice. And just the customers loved him and he just did such a great job. So, uh, on one of these occasions, we, when he came home and had just, you know, had a meltdown, um, that's what I said. I said, I have seen you with our customers. I know that you know how to be nice. So why is it that when you come home, I'm the one that has to be the brunt of whatever it is that's frustrating you? And I will never forget what he said. Now, keep in mind, he had autism, but he said, Mom, all day long, I try so hard to act the way that I'm supposed to act. Mm. And it is so hard. But when I get home... I know it's safe oh, wow. to be sad or to be angry, and it's going to be okay. And wow, that changed everything about about the way I saw. So, Jordan. from his perspective, you were his safe place. Yeah, you you are his home, and it's okay to let all his guard down. And but from your perspective, it kind of feels like you're getting the attitude and. Well, exactly. Yeah, which which you are, but that is so so powerful that you are able to realize and change change your perspective to see that it's, he needed you. Yeah, cha- and not only change perspective, but change it on a dime. Yeah, you know, I went from feeling one way, you know, went from feeling like I'm the brunt of all of his, you know, frustrations to just this feeling of I am my son's safe place completely you know polar opposite ways to feel and all it took was a small little explanation I really like learning from you about perspective you're definitely one of my favorite people to learn from because um my kids fight oh my gosh so much (laughs) so much it's like holy cow but They'll be sitting there fighting or whine about something, and I am just losing my mind, going crazy. And you are so good at realizing, how do you say it? You like to say, um, it's not a child misbehaving, but maybe struggling with something. And when you say that to me, that, that really sticks with me, because that helps me to change my perspective. Because sometimes when they're just like sitting there whining, I'm like, yeah. y'all going to make me lose my mind <laughs> <laughs> up in here. But you have to be fair to yourself because, yeah, I think anybody would lose their mind when, you know, well, okay, was I like that the whole time you were growing up? No. In the heat of the moment, <laughs> I did not have that wise perspective. I get to have it now because I'm the grandma. Okay. Side note, though, I remember growing up... Um, my mom maybe yelled a tiny bit when she was when we were little. And then one day she just decided she was never gonna yell again. And she didn't. But you know what she did? I'm really disappointed in you. 
It was the worst. It was the worst. I'm like, can you please just yell at me? I'd rather have you yell than be disappointed in me. <laughs> See, it's all about perspective. <laughs> yeah. so. I remember that day well. Oh, Yeah, I remember you thinking the silent treatment or the disappointed treatment was a lot worse. <laughs> what does perspective have to do with business? Why do we feel like... We're even talking about this today. How does it relate to us? That was a nice segue. (laughs) Actually, we paused the episode for a minute to eat the rest of the Cadbury eggs because Dad and Tommy took the curls to the park, so it's nice and quiet, so it's safe to get the eggs out and eat them. And they won't steal them from us. Seriously, they ate like 10 each earlier. I know. Okay, so your question was, what does this have to do with business? Yeah. How does it... Why do we need perspective in business? Well, so one of the things that we want to do when we do these podcasts and these episodes is when we talk about some of these things, um, they we find that they relate to you know personal lives, but as well as business. And a lot of you are following us because of the business that we have, and you want information about that. Um, so I think that's a really valid question. And um, well, let me give you an example. You know how I am. I'm always telling stories and giving examples. Yes. Most um, of them have to do with food. So if you listen to <laughs> all of our episodes, you'll... Oh, we already said something about Cadbury eggs We today. did. See? Yeah, <laughs> so, specifically chocolate. We should have food references in every one. <laughs> we should. Uh, we'll do a contest one time to see if you can identify all the food references we use. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, when I was growing up, my dad worked for Dow Chemical Company, and uh, I didn't know this part till years later, but he was up for promotion at one point, and he didn't get it, and he was kind of mad. And my, you know Grandpa, he just doesn't get mad about stuff, but oh, apparently no. this really... He's like hurt. Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> he, just... he doesn't look like Buddha. No, <laughs> he does not look like Buddha. <laughs> He's just very calm and peaceful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he just doesn't get mad about things, but if you ask him this story, he'll tell you he was upset because he deserved the promotion and somebody else ended up getting it. And, um, it was a hard time for him, but uh, I guess, uh, you know, two or three months later, um, he got another opportunity with the same company, uh, for a different promotion that, um, moved our entire family overseas to Switzerland. So I got to spend a lot of my growing up years in Switzerland. And that was an amazing experience for our entire family. But the thing was, is he would have never gotten that opportunity had the first one panned out the way that he he wanted to. And the thing is, is he was right to be upset and, and angry that he didn't because he deserved it. But um, I guess if he had had the opportunity to see the whole picture right from the beginning, then he would have said, oh, yeah, I don't care about that first promotion. Okay, so why can't we see the whole picture from the beginning? Why doesn't it work like that? I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Yeah, I I wish we could. (laughs) That would make everything so much easier. A couple years ago, we applied for Shark Tank. So... When we applied for Shark Tank, we actually got pretty far in the interview process. Well, actually, so here's the thing. When we initially applied, we didn't hear back. And then um, it was probably eight or nine months later, they contacted us. That's right. Yeah. 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 And then we ended up getting pretty far in the interview process. We filled out, gosh, 500 forms. 
and oh my gosh, we had to do the video, we had to do the phone calls. Yeah, you even went down to, to LA for the interview and everything. So we yeah. thought for sure, for sure, we were gonna get on show the show. That was gonna be that was it our for ticket. Us. That was yeah. like our e ticket. We were going to be overnight millionaires. Yes, yes, exactly. we just knew it. We we just knew it. We did. You're right. And guess what? That didn't happen. Exactly. No, it didn't. And Shark Tank didn't call us back. And we were kind of devastated. We were kind of like, what now? Yeah, like why did we go through all of that to have it not pan out? I mean, right? Am I right, guys? Like, is there better company, a better company to be on Shark Tank than us, right? Okay, thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. So any Shark Tank... uh, Listeners, if you're listening, we would love to be on the show still. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, so uh, what happened for us in the past couple of years is we've really gotten to do a lot of things that we would not have been able to do had we been on Shark Tank. And it's easy to say now looking back, but it's in the middle of it. And at the beginning when Shark Tank doesn't call us back and when we're like, what do we do now? What right. the heck? Well, and not only that, so it's not like we say now, oh my gosh, because we didn't get on Shark Tank, look at this other amazing thing that happened. Right. Um, So it's not like we have this amazing end result. And I think this is actually where most of us find ourselves is in a situation where we don't know the end of the story, but we can identify a lot of things that have transpired that would not have worked out for us had we been under the contractual agreement that we would have. Okay, so let's share one. Let's share something that. Well, one of the the big box stores that we were able to get in. Yeah. Um, And also just uh, we've been able to have a lot of flexibility about what we do with our brand. Yes. Um, And we've gone some different directions that maybe we weren't originally going to do. So that that was good. But the thing that we also recognize is that simply going through that whole process that we did um, with Shark Tank or with the, um, you know, the producers of the show and everything, we learned a lot about our company and we learned a lot about ourselves. That gave us a lot of confidence. It did. It so did. I loved it. I wouldn't want, have wanted to bypass. Well, we couldn't have bypassed that. We wouldn't have had the confidence to do a lot of the other things that we've done had we not gained it at that point in time. So it really came at a critical point in time. So what if that in and of itself was the lesson. And we can't, when, when things don't turn out the way we want them to, um, I think it's easy to discount the lessons that we learn along the way or the growth that we experience through that whole process. Do you remember that little meme floating around a while ago? It might even still be going around, but it's this little girl with this little teddy bear. And then uh, in front of her is God with a giant teddy bear but it's behind his back. Oh, yeah. And he's like reaching his hand out, kind of like asking the little girl to trust him and give her her, his, her little bear. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, but but God, I love this teddy bear. And we can see, like from the outside, we can see the bigger picture that she has this little tiny teddy bear. And sure, she may love that, but he has a much bigger teddy bear for her that she'll love even more. So I, I really, really like that because... Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think because we can see ourselves in that little girl. Like, okay, yeah. When all we can see is that teddy bear that we are just clinging and holding onto, that's all we know. And that's our comfort. That's where we're comfortable. That's what we love. And imagining not having it um, 
it's devastating. It's hard. And all we can see is if we give it away, then we won't have it anymore. And without seeing that bigger teddy bear, now if we saw the bigger teddy bear, of course we'd trade it. But then I think the problem with that is then we wouldn't have to have faith or we wouldn't have to try. We wouldn't have to keep putting ourselves out there to become something better or to, um, to do something differently if everything was just laid out for us that way. Okay, I'm going to throw a t- twist at you. Oh my gosh, cut, stop I know, throwing twists I know. at me. <laughs> so I actually, if there's probably one thing I really don't like, it is giant stuffed animals. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. So this is a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I'm the one who started with it. But then as I was thinking about it, and you're like, of course we would pick that bitter teddy bear. I'm like, would I? No, I wouldn't because I don't want a giant teddy bear in my house. Okay, so now what? <laughs> this is Okay, so this goes back to perspective as well. So whatever it is that you're holding on to, and maybe it's the tiny teddy bear, the thing that's behind, you know, God's back, so to speak, for you is like... New a, home decor. I was just going to say new home decor or like a weekend away. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Okay, so of course I would choose the weekend away. Okay, okay. Thank you for broadening my thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> so... Um, well, and I think that's important to remember too, because, um, you know, what's a big teddy bear for you is something different for me and, and vice versa. So it's really not about, um, bigger and better always either. So maybe it's not about a bigger teddy bear, so so to speak. It's about just something that is more suited to you and more, um, more in line with your growth and your, you know, your plan and your purpose in life and that type of thing. Okay. Okay. So in the beginning, we, the, First, this episode, we talked about how just situations or events are neutral. Okay, so I feel like I have a hard time actually seeing that because my tendency is to react kind of quickly. Like, I do feel like I have good perspective when I take a step back from it and look at things later. Well, welcome to life. I think yeah. that's how we all are. <laughs> okay. We? I think that that's how we all are. And that's natural. I think that's exactly what every single one of us does when we're in the heat of the moment or when we're in the situation that we're, that we're in. So I think for myself, what helps is maybe at the end of the day or the week, kind of like take an inventory of myself and what events happened this week and how did I react and how did they affect me and how do they affect those around me? I don't know. What, what would you think helps for you? Actually, I think that's a really, a really good piece of advice, especially when I look at, um, like I look at your, like you mentioned earlier, how, you know, the girls were fighting and they did a lot of that today. And, um, and you were just struggling because they were just fighting so much. And I maybe even cried, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, but the, the funny thing is, is you didn't realize that earlier today, dad and I were talking and dad just went on and on and on about all of the stuff that you do. He's like, I cannot believe Casey <laughs> tackles, you know, doing lash clients and you guys painted two projects this weekend and she has so much patience with those girls. And he literally went on and on. And again, like I said, you didn't know that he was doing this, but oh, um, I have such a good dad. You do. And he loves you. But I love that because I actually got to see both sides of it. I got to see, you know or hear what dad had to say about you. And then when I saw you struggling, all I could think is, oh my gosh, I need her to know that what an amazing mom she is. And here, you know, you were in the the heat of the moment with the girls, just, am I doing a good job? And that kind of thing. 
and I can't even remember where this was, where this started or how we got on this topic. But <laughs> well, just to like, like give my advice of at the end of the day oh. or at the end of the week, I yeah. like to take inventory of maybe what events did happen this week. Uh, so like tonight when I'm laying down, I will probably think, okay, how could I have handled situations with the girls better? Or the reason they were acting out is maybe... I forgot to feed them lunch, <laughs> so they didn't, they didn't have food. You Maybe know? it was the ten Cadbury eggs that they each ate. And yeah, they it had nothing had. to do with me, but and so I think I, I think that's a good idea, just to take an inventory to help give yourself perspective. So give yourself that space and that time, whether it's the end of the day or the end of the week or. Or maybe it's even the middle of the day and maybe you have to go to your walk-in closet and shut the door, turn on the light and just take a deep breath and say, okay, what are some of the things that I am getting right? Or if there was a conflict or something, what is a different perspective either for you or to try and see it, you know, from your child's perspective, um, that kind of thing. And then uh, it might be a little easier to tackle some of this stuff. I like. I like this because it's it's easy to do it, I feel like, in bigger pictures. Like in business, we're like, oh, of course, let's take an inventory of how we did this week and what can we jump in and do next week. And uh, maybe in our family, we're like, okay, how can we be better parents? But when you really break it down to yourself, that is that's important to do for yourself yeah. because you have to start there so that then your marriage can be good, so that then your business can be good, and so that everything can thrive, but it kind of all stems from starting with yourself. I think that's good advice. And actually, I think, um, you know, if we go back to what we were talking about with events being neutral and that kind of thing, um, when you're talking, let's keep using going with this example of motherhood, because I think we've all been there. Uh, if you go and take this inventory at the end of the day, maybe it doesn't have to be things like, was I a good mom today? Or how could I be a better mom? It was, today was a tough day. And leave it at that. It was a tough day. And let it be tough. And go ahead and let yourself oh, have the cry. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because here's the thing. My dad one time said to me, he said, hey, Kristen, motherhood is hard, not because you're doing it wrong or because you should be doing it differently. Motherhood is hard because motherhood is hard. Oh, my gosh. It's like a weight lifted off my shoulders when you said that. <laughs> So here we go. So welcome to our therapy session. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hopefully we have given you some new and fresh perspective. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please share it on your social media with your friends and family. Just screenshot it, share it on your story, whatever. And leave us a review. And leave us a review. We love them. If there's anything you ever want to hear us talk about, then please let us know and we can do it. Until next time.